So Confirmandis, this is going to be a challenging question for you and you may not know the answer. So I'm going to give you a break on this question. But I want to challenge you and see if you actually know the answer to this question. Why did God have to send the Holy Spirit? Why did God have to send the Holy Spirit? This is not an easy question, and it really requires an integration of everything you've learned. And so if you don't know the answer, I understand. But I want to challenge you to process through it. Why did God have to send the Holy Spirit? Any guesses? Why did God have to send the Holy Spirit? So that we have a possibility to go to heaven. Okay, good. Possibly to go to heaven. But there's, it's a little more intricate than that. That's kind of the end result to why the Holy Spirit is important. Because it helps us get to heaven. But why? there has to be something before that for us to get to heaven. What does the Holy Spirit allow us to do? Why is heaven the end result to that question? Anyone else? Take a good guess. Okay, let's see. To be connected with God. To be connected with God. Let's give them a round of applause. So now here's your actual test. If, it's, if it means for us to get connected to God, then why did God create us? Very simple question. For the whole congregation to answer also then, why did God create us? If God created everything in the world, he created the angels to be with him, to give him praise for all eternity, why did God create us? To know, to love, and to serve God in this life and in the life to come. Let's give him a round of applause. So that is the end-all be-all, to know, to love, and to serve God in this life and in the life to come. And for that reason, the Holy Spirit is needed within our lives because we get to participate, we get to enter into the life of the Trinity. The Trinity is the loving relationship between God the Father and Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit is the love that is shared between God the Father and God the Son. It's required of us and is needed for us because he wants to share that love with each and every one of us till the end of time. If I asked you and said, I love you at this moment, how many of you would believe me? No one. Some of you. But there's no gesture. There's nothing that I have demonstrated for you or shown you that I love you. So how can God all-knowing, all-powerful, who we've never fully seen in his whole glory. If he says, God is love, how does anyone here know that God loves you? We don't. It's hard for us to process. It's hard for us to understand. But it is through the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we know how it is processed and how we can begin to recognize God's love. So I need a volunteer. Raise your hand. I need, I need a volunteer. Why don't you come up here?
So what's your name? Jared Sanchez. Jared, nice to meet you. If I was going to meet Jared for the first time, what is the first question I have to ask? What is the first question I have to ask if I want to meet Jared? If I see Jared across the room, and I'm, I, I, I like that red shirt he's wearing. What is the first thing I have to ask him? Anyone? His name, right? But first, before I can ask his name, what do I have to do? I have to walk across the room, right? So I walk across the room, and how do I ask his name? Anyone? Words, right? So, hi, my name is Father Wynn. My name is Jared Sanchez. Nice to meet you, Jared. What is the next question I ask him? Do I just sit there and stare at him the whole time? I compliment his shirt. Jared, I like your shirt. Thank you. I also like your robe. Thank you. Okay, so that ends our conversation there. What else do I ask him? Do I just stand here and shake his hand awkwardly like this? What else? How's your day been? My day's been good. How's your day been? It's been kind of crazy. It's muggy and hot. Uncomfortable. What else? What? How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Let's give Jared a round of applause. You can, you can be seated, Jared. So what do we see? We have a very generic conversation. Hi, how are you doing? How's your day been? What have, you been what, what have you been up to? Very generic and very stale questions. But if we keep pushing this conversation, I get to know a little more about Jared. I get to know what he likes, what he dislikes, what his favorite sports are, what, he doesn't, what sports he doesn't like. So how do we begin to get to know God? How do we get to know what questions to ask him? How do I begin to know what these things are about God? It is through the gifts of the Holy Spirit where these generic questions are answered. Through knowledge, through courage, through fortitude, through fear of the Lord. I begin to learn to understand who God is and what God is asking of me and what his likes and dislikes are in my life. But as we come to hear our gospel reading today, as we come to learn about God, it's not going to be easy to live it out. Is it going to be easy for me to get to know Jared or spend time with Jared? It's not going to be easy. Because I have to dedicate time. I have to dedicate effort. I have to work at it. If I sit at home eight hours a day, seven days a week, and I never have a conversation with Jared... Do I know anything about Jared? No. But if I take one hour a day to get to know Jared, how much more would our relationship grow? It would grow exponentially. It would be strengthened. Pick, pick out your best friend. How many hours a day do you spend with your best friend? Now take those hours out and do something else with your life. Would your relationship with your best friend be the same? It won't be. And so you and I all share a best friend together. We all have a best friend, which is Jesus Christ. But most of us have no clue who Jesus Christ is. 
We've been confirmed in the faith. We've chosen Jesus Christ as our best friend, but we have no desire whatsoever to get to know him. So my dear brothers and sisters, as the confirmandi is getting confirmed in their faith, it's not just their special day. It's for all of us gathered here in celebration with them to begin to ask ourselves the same question. Who is Jesus Christ for you? Is he your best friend? Have you used in the gift of the Holy Spirit that you have received, which they are about to receive in a little bit, the same way we have been called? We hear in our second reading from the Acts of the Apostles, that gift of the Holy Spirit, that knowledge of the Lord, calls all of us on mission. It's not just for us to sit our butts in the pew every week for an hour and call it a day. That's not what we're called to do. We're called to go out into the world, to live the gospel message, to be challenged and challenge others to do the same. Because we have a relationship with Jesus Christ. We know who he is, and we are so excited about what he's done in our lives that the world needs to know exactly who he is. That's our mission. We hear in our gospel reading, if you want to follow Jesus, you have to take up your cross, come follow him. We all know as faithful believers where that cross leads us. We hang an image of that in all the churches we go to. It's going to lead us to death. It's going to lead us to trial and tribulation. But how many of us actually love him? So let us today, as we celebrate the gifts of the Holy Spirit with the confirmandis, let all of us renew again who Jesus is in our life. As we begin to profess our faith with the confirmandi, let us all renew our gifts of the Holy Spirit. Let us renew our friendship again together with Jesus and commit ourselves to the mission that we're all called to do and which you are about to take on yourself. Take what you're about to do seriously. Take on and make it your own. Jesus wants to know who you are. He wants to have a relationship with you and know you by name. Know the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups and downs, the struggles of your life every day. But he's not going to force you to love him. He's not going to force you to follow him. But what he will do is stand outside the door knocking until you open. He will seek you and be at your side every day, every moment of your life. No matter how far you turn away from him, no matter how far you've denied him, no matter how far you've decided that he's not important in your life anymore, he is there with you and waiting for you. All you have to do is open the door. Open the door for him today. And I promise you, your life will change forever. Open the doors for him today and your life will perpetually be filled with joy, with happiness, with peace that you will never experience and get anywhere else. Open the doors to him today and you will never regret it. Begin today, my dear brothers and sisters. Begin today and seek his love. Amen.